Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, in which three of us, Lucy Bella-Earl, James O'Neill, and I, Luke Cupforth, bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslade will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at educating Josh. Make sure you stick around to the end for the quick-fire question round with some of your questions from social media. Don't forget to follow us at Educating Josh on all socials, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Guys, we're back together. I'm Yay. so excited. Yay. I missed you all so much. Did you? We missed you as that well. That sounded very sarcastic. Lucy. I missed you so much. <laughs> but I mean, the, the amazing guests that we've had to, to replace you with kind of shows how much we value you. Like Aww. Elle Mills. Yeah. The, these only are big guests. by Elle Mills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she did an awesome job. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. Thank and you so much. And how good was the live one as well? Really oh good. My God, so I impressed. That. And by, by by podcast standards for live sound, we said in the intro it was pretty bad sound. That sound was, that was pretty crispy good. boy. Yeah, yeah. 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 definitely give good. it a listen. So go listen listen to that if That's you like. Well, does. last week, James, we started with your story. So can you please give us the poll results from last week's polls? My question was, is it a good idea to give homeless people a barcode? <laughs> Which Lucy, when we told her that, wasn't she was like, here. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was last week, and the polls were literally divided, almost 50-50. 49% said yes, 45% said no, 6% were indifferent or other. Ah, so, okay, 6% were probably homeless people who want money. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want a barcode. Again, Lucy, listen to that episode. I'm yeah, not being horrible. Yeah, I need horrible. to listen back to that. Is that for ID purposes? Anyway, I'll listen. <laughs> And Lucy said on Twitter, I love the idea of money being used to buy things which will help the person get off the streets, but I'm not sure this is the best way to do it. I feel the barcodes dehumanise the person. And I agree. Lucy, could you well, please give on. us the results? Wait, no, no, no. You don't yeah. just get to agree and move on. I Abusing I'm the power the of the host. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Lucy, could you please, please read us the results of Elle's story? Thank Luke you. Luke is as bad as Donald Trump. So Elle asked if it's okay that Jack Whitehall has been cast to play a gay character... And 86% of people said yes, it is okay. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that at all. Well, because it's the right thing. (laughs) You don't get to do that. I'm the host. I agree. Moving on. (laughs) Well, Perry on Twitter sort of agrees. 
He says, I think it's okay, but it is sadly a missed opportunity to show genuine support for the LGBT community. Yeah. To have a gay actor would have been a good example for the intended audience. I think he's right there. I think he is. It would, it would have been a good opportunity to show support. All right, and last week I asked, are the Oscars right to introduce a popular movie category? And once again, we have a very divided audience. Unfortunately, not most of them agree Less with divided. me. I had four, I had 55% say yes, and 40% said no. And Bina on Twitter said, the Oscars are there to honour the best picture or the best director. Most popular isn't necessarily something worth awarding. I feel like you picked that out very selectively. <laughs> yes, that is a very much... I agree, that moving is a tweet on. agreeing with what Luke thought. All right, well, James, could you please start us off this week? What is your story? My story comes from The Guardian, and the headline is, A-levels, proportion of students in England getting C or above falls. The three things you need to know are... The proportion of students in England getting C grades or above in A-levels fell back this year as schools and students continue to struggle with the introduction of new, more intensive exams. The same problem is happening with GCSEs where schools have given students extensive support to help ease their stress and anxiety in the wake of tough new exams. Speaking in May, Schools Minister Nick Gibbs said that the new qualifications were designed to be on par with the best performing education systems in the world. But many argue the pressure to do well means that many young teenagers are being left vulnerable to mental health problems. My question to you, Josh, is do schools put too much pressure on students to succeed in exams? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Um, Yeah, I think they do. I think um, applying that higher standard to everyone universally in the UK is, is, is too much. I don't think there's anything wrong with having schools that separate people that function more and are more capable but because GCSEs is something that's graded on your success in the future as well being able to have set the bar slightly lower than the best in the world I think is important and does put too much stress on people I also you know I'm I'm B-Tech educated I'm not A-level educated I think for my vocational career having a B-Tech is way better than an A-level. So you had people that studied film and media and TV for half an hour, theoretically, a week. And then I did two years of every day touching a camera, uh, learning uh, practically on a BTEC course that was designed for the vocation that I wanted to go into. And I think universities in the past... I'd say since I went to uni, maybe just before I started going to uni, started to really recognise what a BTEC was and how much better their students would do when they came from a BTEC background. Um, and 20 seconds is long gone, by the way, guys. <laughs> yes, all right. Um, I think I've, I've progressed from my answer, which was yes, into into what I think. And also, um, yeah, I think that universities have started to recognise that. Okay, well, that's interesting, though, because you said two things there, which I find really interesting, which was that you don't mind that um, that you don't mind a system that sort of separates people who do really well into a different category. No, there's people cleverer than me out there. They should be they should be catered to because there's people cleverer than me out there that right now the average that is higher for most people isn't enough for them. They're not being stimulated. They're not being pushed. They're not being pushed as much as they can be. So I think, yes, separate. But by that argument shouldn't we then keep A-levels as extra difficult because we have the BTEC option? Because no, it should be a separate test, not one that unis and... and So, you know, like when you get to 12... Oh, when was it? You do a pass plus. That you're 12 plus pass blah, sure, blah, blah, sure. whatever that was. 11 plus. When you were year six. You're 11 In plus. In some reasons, yes. Yeah, so I sat one. I passed it. I was 
there were certain schools, secondary schools, that then found me more interesting than they would have done if I hadn't passed it. Why can't that be a system? Why can't there be a pass-plus system where certain universities look at that and then let you in? Well, that would still so be a lot of pressure, out. though, wouldn't it? For people that might be on the edge of being but good enough choosing for that. It. They're choosing it. You don't have to take your pass-plus, from what I remember. That could be wrong. But if you it- do, then I disagree with that. But for, So imagine a system where... There is a standardised education system that gets you to a level that you can be completely capable of sitting a BTEC when you go to college and then getting into uni, right? Then if you want to do Oxford, you want to do Cambridge, you want to be a scientist, you want to be a doctor, you want to go to uni and study these way more theoretically based courses that take a lot of effort and so few people can, you know, it's amazing when people pass these courses, you can take an extra test. But rather than 100% of students going through this, these tests, committing suicide, having mental health problems, you opt in and you go, actually, I want that. I think I'm capable of it. I'm going to opt in. There's still a standard, you know, a national standard of education. Whose parents can still do algebra? So few, so few. But we study it for 10 years. I do agree that the whole system... Like, the system rubbish. is a bit broken People walk out at the moment with, like, a degree in memorisation. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, that's it. It's, it's memory, the most part. For the most part, it is memory. Do you not think mm-hmm. that um, if you, you have a system where you can opt in to do certain extra exams, do you not think that continues to punish people with mental health problems because they have lower motivation to do, go and do those exams and they'll struggle to do it and then you'll end up with a system where people with good mental health will sit the best exams and end up in the best jobs and people with bad mental health will end up in rubbish jobs because they can't, for want of a better word, be bothered to do these extra exams. No, because they're not passing them anyway. And, also, and it's adding to their mental health they might issues. Be, they might be passing them anyway. Because if you, if, if you don't choose point. to do it, then you can't even but it's try. Just, it's just a choice because they can go, okay, I will have this extra stress on me or I will do this extra thing. I think parents come into it as well. If yeah. I had, you know, pushy parents and I know that even if I wasn't ready for it, mm. I would have been, well, <clears> not pushy in a bad way. They always push me to achieve you know, the best that I could. I had a very... So my mum is... My mother's university and she's a writer and journalist and she was very much... I didn't feel like I couldn't go to university when I was growing up. It was very much I had to go to university. That was the the path that I... Yeah, I was the same. I had to take. Um, I didn't do it traditionally. So I went... I sat my mock GCSEs. I got straight A stars. Um, I did very well. I've always been quite good at learning and taking things in. I think it's more memory than anything. I don't think I'm particularly intelligent. Um, But then I moved to Spain. And when I came back from Spain, my level had just plummeted. You know, unfortunately, the education system out there isn't as good. And I can say that. I lived there for seven years. And so I went and sat at BTEC. And the BTEC, having come from a very traditional background and path, was so much more interesting. It was, it's vocational. It's, I, I knew I wanted to work in film. I knew I wanted to work in the media industry. And I was working on a radio station. I was working on short films. I was working on live TV productions. You don't do that at A level, and you you know it's it's very not practical. It's I, very mm-hmm. I agree with you on that one. The only A level that has benefited me in the long run was my Spanish A level because I walked out speaking another language. The other ones were just. So I mean, James, what do you think? Do you think because this is your story? Do you think schools put too much pressure on students? I I didn't. Firstly, I didn't know BTEC existed before walking in this room. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first time I I went to school in Australia for people who don't know. I the first time I walked into a sixth form was like he's actually educated two guys. two years ago, and it, the the walls were littered in posters that I can only compare to propaganda, ba- things basically saying 
uh, people who get this grade, people uh, you know, people who get this average grade and this much yeah, by the time they're thirty. We had 30. that. We had that. And people, did you really? Who, yeah, we people had who get below this grade will x y x y z things will happen to them. Yeah, people um, people who get a C average or above are much more likely to earn thirty k by the time that. Yeah, we had. Yeah, that. yeah, That's stuff like that. Salary shaming. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, stuff like that. And in Australia, it's not. It shocked me because it's nothing like that in Australia, where they still pressure you to do well. Yeah, but they still are quite supportive in the fact that. You know, you're only going to be able to do your best. There are other avenues. They educate you on the other avenues you can take. I, yeah, I, so, I did quite well in my what was my A-levels. And I just, it doesn't, it hasn't bothered me. I have never had an employer ask me what GCSEs I got. Yes, but for, for fairness, I think we're all people who work in creative fields. And I'd say GCSEs do matter if you want to be something like a doctor or a lawyer or something more, uh, less yes. creative and and, and more... Uh, academic more academic yeah and so i don't think it's entirely fair to say gcs don't, don't matter, matter at all to, they don't they don't matter to the point where you have to stress yourself out as much as people are then people decide at 20 to be a doctor sometimes you know at 30 to go back to resit maybe at 14 why is it such a bad idea like i think we're so competitive as a race right at 15, 16, we want to be as intelligent or as capable as the person next to us. Mm. What's wrong with the thought of going, okay, I'm not. I'm not as capable at this age. And why don't we teach that, that way of thinking? Why aren't we teaching a way of thinking that is, it's okay that you're not as good at this. Wait till you're 20, come back, do it then, well, retrain it's, and just be an older it's doctor. because, not to get too sciencey, but it's because our brains adapt to things better at that age and you've got a limited amount of time of brain plasticity and you kind of are baked in after you're about 18, nah. 20 years old. Nah. Well, I mean, yes. Nah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, that. we're going to move on. You can let us know what you think in our polls at Educating Josh on Twitter. It's time for the second story of the week. That is Lucy's story. Okay, my headline comes from the BBC. Measles cases hit record high in Europe. Oh dear. Here are the three things that you need to know, Josh. More than 41,000 people have been infected in the first six months of 2018, leading to 37 deaths. This is almost double the amount of cases of last year and eight times the amount of the year before. Experts blame this surge in infections on a drop in the number of people being vaccinated. Vaccinations in early childhood can offer protection against many serious diseases. Sometimes more than one vaccine is given at a time, like the MMR triple vaccine against mumps, measles and rubella. The MMR vaccine can prevent infection, but discredited research 20 years ago that wrongly linked MMR to autism has stopped some people from trusting the vaccine. So my question for you is, should vaccinations be made compulsory? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Absolutely not. Oh, conflict! I was about, to, I was about yeah. to cheer for about two seconds. <laughs> Why? Because they shouldn't. You can't make anything obligatory. Like not like that. You're putting something in someone's body. I, 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 first of all, I don't trust the government not to put crap inside me that I don't want in there. I don't right, trust Alex that pesky Jones. government. Yeah. <laughs> I just that pesky, pesky, pesky. It's pesky. all the finger wagging that you can't that see. Pesky, guys. I am, I am wagging my finger a lot. <laughs> I don't trust them. No, look. To be fair, like it's sad because 37 people died those people decided not to have the vaccine it's their bloody fault they're dead like why is this an issue if they don't want the vaccine don't have it well that, the thing about that though is that the to me this is selfish because the point of a vaccine is not just about vaccinating yourself against it mm-hmm. the way vaccination works in societies and in cultures is that when a specific when a significant portion of the population are vaccinated that even people who aren't vaccinated are still protected from it because the outbreak doesn't happen 
So if you're refusing to have it, you are actually potentially giving it to other people as well. Does that make sense? Yes, and you yeah, are relying does... on the immunisation of others. So mm. it's kind of like, well, I'm not going to risk it myself, I'm it, but I'm going to hope that, that everyone else who's vaccinated is going to protect me. Well, I suppose that's not what you're doing. I don't care. I, I, I couldn't agree with any of you more. I don't care. And if that makes me selfish, then fine. But if I don't want to put some... I'm vaccinated, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually vaccinated. My mum got me vaccinated. I was just edging my chair away from you. Yeah, no, no. I, I am vaccinated. But if someone doesn't want to put it in them, they don't owe any other person. Yeah, okay, it's selfish. But why should they inject themselves or have anything that is... So I suppose I sort of agree with you in that vaccination to an adult could be com- could be optional. But I do think that vaccination to a child should be... The ones that have to occur when you're a child because yeah. they, don't, they so stop affecting you. What do you think on that? Because uh, on one hand, you've got two, two, two arguments. Either that the government are allowed to say what happens to that kid or that the parent is allowed to say what yeah, happens to that the kid. Parent. I, yeah, it's the parent. It's the parent. Why? Because I think the the the... This is more important. This is about your right to freedom, and that trumps the idea of of a perfect society. You know, everyone not having an illness, like the the ability for the government to say you have to do this one hundred percent. For me, is limited to very few things. Don't hurt other people. Don't kill other people. Don't steal. Don't wrong. You know, it's about you affecting. And, and Aren't so, you potentially like, hurting other people, though. No, yes, no, indirectly, no, no. In, you indirectly, could be. a percentage or a tiny kind of thing. But uh, I potentially, think that I every don't child agree. has the right to be protected against diseases, and every child has the right to be surrounded by yes, other children and, and, and who are not going to spread disease to them. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they have that right. I do. Why? Because they're very young. They've got no way of making an opinion for themselves. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Scientists across the nation and across the world have decided that vaccines work. Why should their parent be able to overrule that? I would agree with you, Josh. What, you mean like deciding to have an abortion? I would agree with you. It's the same decision. It's the but same. It takes the same. You're this taking isn't killing it out of, anyone here. N- n- no, but it's it's it, yeah. It's not, and neither's not taking the vaccine. Like I think there's a different. There's a way of thinking here that's being lost. Vaccines it, only work if everyone does them, and that's why it needs to be compulsory. I don't think anything like that should be compulsory because of the danger, the 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 the, the kind of where you start going when you allow the government to have that control to say that we could because it's a very short slope slipping from that to like. I, I, I don't we know. Need to it be very controlled. And remember, we're in a democracy. A to me, this isn't about the government having control because this is scientifically proven fact. It's not the government saying this is a thing. Where, I would agree with you if there was a situation where vaccines had side effects. 
then yes, I would agree with you. But what's happening here is these people are abstaining from vaccination based on a lie that vaccination causes autism. autism. It's not true. And so if, if something is not true, should the government not be able to step in and go, well, it's okay that you believe that and you can continue to believe that, but it is categorically not true. And I'm not going, not going to let you hurt your baby based on the fact that you believe something that's false. Well, tough, because freedom of speech and the ability to do what you want and all these things, these amazing things that exist for moral and ethical reasons do exist. And you want to destroy that. And I don't think that's right. And I think that's more important. Taking away someone's choice to put something in their baby is wrong. It's completely wrong. And I don't agree. Regardless of how good you think your opinion is, you're saying that you are more correct, more right, and you're playing God. I don't I don't No, we're saying that the scientists are You're doing the same on the other end though. You're yeah, it's just different subjective hierarchies, isn't it? You're putting freedom over he's no, not, not to be I'm fair not. to josh I'm, he's not that they're, they're leaving well not josh isn't josh is josh is is pro-vaccine i think i'm completely pro-vaccine yeah, yeah. it shouldn't we be are playing god by stopping infection and, and actually by by not vaccinating your children you are completely leaving it up to god it's the reverse of playing god you're going god go on yeah. then because there are some situations for example where people tattoo on the chest do not resuscitate because they believe when they're about to die that's god has gone right i'm time it's time for you to come to heaven right and so actually to a certain extent i do on a more philosophical point agree with josh that if you have the belief that if you die or if you get an illness it is God calling you up to heaven. Whether or not that's true, if you believe it, you should have every right to die. Mm. The government can't keep you alive just because they want you to work on stuff. Or but, but these that's are children. I mean. But that's the what I mean by the slippery. Like that. That's what I mean the, by the, the slippery Children also, also can't have the other opinion either. Well, I think these vaccines need to be carefully chosen, and we live in a, democ- a democratic society. So I trust, well, no, I don't know if I trust, but um, <laughs> I would like to trust them. Um, I'd like to trust that, you know, if anything negative came out, really properly negative came out about these vaccinations, that it would be taken seriously. But at the moment, they are proven to work. The MMR side effect has been utterly discredited. Yeah, absolutely. And That's why I'm vaccinated. To, it's why I'd vaccinate my kids. But in order for us to completely eliminate this disease, everyone has to be in it together. And that's why I think it needs to be compulsory. Through education, not through compulsion. You should not be able to control a mass body of well, people. Well, it's just not going to work then. You know what? I'm quite scared here because I think I've changed my opinion. I agree with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew at the start that this would be a very contentious topic and <laughs> my prediction <laughs> was correct. So you can let us know what you think in our polls on Twitter at Educating Josh. It's time for the last story of the week. That is my story. All right, Josh, my story comes from Sky News and it is that Stormzy has launched a Cambridge scholarship for black students only. Do you know, I have seen this. Have you? In the press, uh, like headlines, and have deliberately not read it because I knew you'd have this story. <laughs> Bring it, yes. I knew you would do this story, so oh, I was right. like, I'm well, not going to listen. For your benefit then, Josh, as you haven't read anything about it, here are the three things you need to know. The scholarship aims to encourage the admission of more black students to top universities after none got into some Cambridge University colleges between 2012 and 2016. Two Cambridge students this year and two next year will have their fees paid for by the scholarship. Stormzy said, if you're academically brilliant, don't think that because you come from a certain community that studying at one of the highest education institutions in the world isn't possible. Cambridge has long been criticised for not admitting many black people. In 2015, just 15 black men were admitted, making up 0.3% of the total students admitted. Many feel the institution needs to do more to help other students from disadvantaged backgrounds. My question for you, Josh, is should top universities have diversity quotas? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. No. 
Oh, another one! I love it! <laughs> Why is it the university's job to make sure that, uh, that black people are getting educated properly? It's the government's to stop gentrification and 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 like i don't understand why is this on well i would why say is this the I university would, i would say universities have applicants right they apply so they're not looking and going you're not coming because you're black because if they are there's a bigger problem well, they, they may well be, be. Because, why because what makes you think they're doing that do you have to put your race on an application to university you can specify not well, like, you have to meet especially for cambridge you go in oh, yeah, so you think yes, yes. you think cambridge are going i think that's Absolutely wrong. I don't that necessarily think no, it's possible. We said they might be. At, at, we didn't say they are. Someone educated to that level that they are a Cambridge or Oxford professor is going to care about race. They will judge someone based on the colour of their skin. I think that's very, very, very unlikely. I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, I think years of, of history would say that lots of educated people are racist. So... Yes, and they have a lot of ingrained well, race. Not necessarily in people. that position. Like, get rid of them. That's not the problem. It's not. No, you shouldn't have a higher number of people of a certain color because you're then highlighting their color. Oh, they're there because they're black. How are they going to feel like they fit in at that school? Well, they're, they're not you. there because they're black. They, based on that, would be there because of their color. <laughs> this feels to be what 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 is important about this is that Stormzy is not automatically enabling more black students to get in to me it fe- what he's oh, doing no, what Stormzy's doing is perfect yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with what he's doing Stormzy sure. has his own money his own, own prerogative is notify- is noticing a problem and wants to pay for people mm-hmm. on, on, out of his own money to go and do something amazing brilliant whatever he can do that I don't care it's great what the, 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 I think the, the problem is is there should be a higher ratio of black people that are that are actually educated to the level that needs to be to go into Cambridge that are more supported and that, that these areas of in America the ghetto these places that are so bad that people have to can't afford to go to school because their kids have to work so they can help pay for their families and stuff that's the problem that is yes it's I know but in order to get in order to help get black communities out of poverty you have to give them a probably a disproportionate for a while a disproportionate access to education at university so level they, yes so not, that they no, can get in to be no, the top job no, so they can have children who they because, can raise to be at these universities and get in naturally no that's absolutely incorrect because how have they got to this point where they're applying to university and have still been supported in the same way they don't get to that point it's the privileged black people that get to a point where they can apply to university or the ones that are working their asses off anyway despite their situation you don't get to the point where you're applying to university unless you're supported on the lower levels. It's black people in schools and secondary schools. with It's lower education where that problem is, I believe. I, I agree I with agree you with there, that. but there's also more that the universities can do. If they yeah. can show that they're making an effort, that might be really inspirational to people in those sorts of... And that's what I think Stormzy is doing here. Is it's, yeah. While it is, to a certain extent, helping people out with paying things, I think it's also, to a certain extent, like a, 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 an awareness campaign of going, Stormzy's paying for some people who are, who are black to go to this university. Oh, I'm black. I can do that. This and before, I didn't think I could. Almost. So pay, pay, pay for an awareness campaign. That is extremely possible. And um, th- there are so many black icons now by making this a thing you make it a thing what about the the white person that then doesn't get chosen but is actually better and deserves to go more what about the indian person what about the chinese person you know like i'm sorry but all this does is make a problem it highlights separate it doesn't fix anything I, I i just feel like the best should go cambridge is about being the best oxford is about being the best but do you they not think that if you don't to be the best? Do you not think that if you don't step in at some point, then forever the yes. best will constantly be yes, the white uni. families before who... uni, before uni. 
3.4% of the UK population are black. Only 0.3% of the students at Cambridge and Oxford are black. Black males. I'm not saying there isn't an issue there. That fact is backing up the fact that there's an issue there. I'm just saying the way to fix that isn't um, like by taking people that shouldn't be there if their grades aren't right and going, we're going to give these people a scholarship and we're going to turn down people that do deserve that. That's, that's not how you fix it. One, you'll incite hatred from the people that did deserve to be there towards black people. You're inciting racism. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not that you're creating more diversity and disparation I don't know. I think By it's showing open it. arms. It's saying you're included. You're not excluded no, anymore. Saying, so give it no, a go. No, it's not saying you're included. It's saying you are excluded. You are a minority. We're just letting you because we think it's a problem. It- no, I don't think that. All right, Josh, here's, a, pe- here's a piece of information, which I think is really interesting. Black students seeking a place at university are 21 times more likely to have their applications investigated for su- for suspected false or missing information than their white counterparts. That's from The Independent. There are stats that people are uncomfortable with. So stats in America about the amount, the percentage of black people that will commit a crime. These stats exist because they are not supported from the lower levels. That stat exists because they don't have the trust for, towards a black person because of stigmas, because of stereotypes that can be dispelled by taking away the separation that you're actually advocating by making a special little scholarship just for them rather than them be there off merit. The important thing isn't to make sure that more get in, it's to make sure that more people there there is a higher representation like what's the percentage of, you know, we're talking about stats, how many of the three of the 3.4% of black people that should apply to uni do actually apply? Maybe only one and a half percent of them are actually applying, so the zero 0.3% is correct. But wouldn't that be because, because they don't think they'll actually get in? Yes, because it's it's in the wrong place. That's what I mean. I, I can... I just don't think that that is the right way to do this. Invest money into... into underfunded black areas of the community into black education at a lower level. University, it's too, it's too late. It's just a token gesture that's well, actually not, going that to person ends separate up them deg- more. If that person ends up getting a degree and then having a very successful family, then they can then two raise people, children. Two people a year. But something really interesting. Two people a year turns into a lot two of people, people a over people a few a generations. Over, I mean, over three generations, it's maybe 12 like and that's but you have 60 to, start to 80 somewhere. years and this is just yes, one man start this is at just the bottom Stormzy. and make every but single we... black person in the country realize they are just as worthy racism is absolutely abhorrent and ridiculous and stupid they an awareness campaign where this money is spent on 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 educating kids to the same level giving them the same opportunities making sure that black families have child support the same way that white that, people do so they can the go to school why not across the board and it's, yes, it's also not. It's also not. Well. It's not two people a year. What were question, what the question we were asking was: Should top universities have a quota on on diversity just for a while, just while you you reset the balance a little bit? But you're not resetting the balance because what you're also talking about is okay. If there is an example you where someone who has is white has the exact same grades, the exact same extracurricular activities, the exact same everything, and they're going up against a black person. The black person isn't getting it because they're black. I highly doubt that because I don't you, doubt that at all. Why? Because there's inherent ingrained racism in a lot of people, especially the older people who run universities. If you've got someone with the same qualifications and the same attitude, but with a different accent, like a typical, I don't know, they South can... London accent, mm-hmm. they're going to be treated differently. They will be. All right, well, you can let us know what you think over on Twitter and our polls at Educating Josh. It's time for the quickfire round. 
Josh, a takeaway has been criticised for selling a 5,000 calorie box of fried food for under £10. If you're stupid enough to buy it, they can sell it. <laughs> okay. People are buying dumb phones to escape the temptation of social media. Great. You, you almost bought a dumb I phone. Nearly did, ne- I nearly did. Uh, yeah, I very nearly did. And then I realised I just had to get some self-control. And the good news story of the week is a nun has thrown a perfect strike in a ceremonial first pitch at an MLB game. I am going to pretend I know what any of that means. Oh, have you have you that not seen the clip? a lot of letters. <laughs> no. Oh, it is cool. What's MLB? Major League Baseball. Is that okay. promo for the nun, the new film? N- no, but it, now that, it is. Right? Thanks, James. Probably. This yeah. episode was sponsored by the nun. No. Not. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Educating Josh. Quite a heated topic this week. The I last two... Thoroughly enjoyed. Literally it's a lot of shouting. And I have to say, it's been amazing to have Lucy back. We missed you. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Educating Josh, where there'll be polls and content from each of today's topics, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. We also want you to send in more questions for next week's Quick Fire Round. Please subscribe, and most importantly, leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. This has been Educating Josh, a Studio 71 production. We'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh. Goodbye. Goodbye. 